This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program is pre-recorded. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account with convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. An Odyssey station. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. This is Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. It's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home, or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your hosts for the next radio hour, the mortgage mom, Deanne Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia Real Estate Class. Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's good news in real estate. Presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. All right. Good afternoon. Get ready to laugh and learn here on Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I'm Mark Cumberland, along with my co-host, the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaris. How are you, Deanne? I'm doing great, Mark. Just great. Me too. And we're excited to be here every Saturday, except when there's a football game on, and we could be at at 10 a.m., but check the schedule, look at our Facebook page, and we'll let you know here on WPHT Talk Radio. If you want to ask us a question about commercial, residential, mortgages, give us a call. My number is 267-266-5501. What's your number, Deanne? My number is 609-605-7153. And we're here every week to keep you informed because the media does not talk about real estate because it is all good news. It is booming. So what's coming up today? Coming up on today's show, Mark, we have the market report. Yes. We have our business tips with Asking Dr. A. Yes. And of course, we have Mark's funny story. Got one for you. We also have our mortgage mom topic. Which is what? Guess what's changing. Ooh, I'll be guessing. (laughs) Mark, we also have our questions. My father is a builder. Can I use him for the home inspection? Good question. The next question is, my husband and I are looking to rent to own a house. What's the best way to go about that? Man, we get this question all different different ways. All the time. Mark, the next question is, how is the market now? Do you find it's picking up? Are prices dropping, raising, or leveling? See, that's because they don't know. They don't know. How? And next question is, how long does it take for an underwriter to approve or deny? And then what comes next? That's a good one. Mark, we also have our topic of the day, which <laughs> I like this one. What would you do if you got $86,400 deposited into your banking account daily? Yes. Good topic. Good topic. But first, give us your motivational quote. And the motivational quote is, whatever you, you are doing, always give 100% unless you're donating blood. <laughs> <laughs> then you don't want to go all the way. That's funny. <laughs> so somebody, so said where are we on, at? somebody said on right, Facebook, the two, the two worst times of the year is when the pool closes and you're getting root canal. 
I never had root canals. So I don't know what that. I like. think it might have been the dentist. It was the dentist going to the dentist and closing the pool. Anyway, oh, I am I am going in for a scaling, which <laughs> I oh. keep. Well, can we can we push that baby off for, for a little while? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that, but I'm going sometime in November. <laughs> All right, I thought you were going to say in May. May no. the day never come. <laughs> so where are we at? Mark, we are up to the market report. And there is the bell. So this week's market report, a little more about renters. Renters job hunting for higher income to afford housing. Rents are going up like crazy. The average price of rent has risen sharply during the pandemic. Cost of a one-bedroom apartment rate climbed 8.3% nationwide between 20 and 21. The average price of a two-bedroom apartment increased 8% during the same period, according to a survey from Rent.com of about 1,250 consumers. Like rent in Philadelphia for a one-bedroom citywide is up to $1,500 That's citywide. insane. Well, and it keeps going up. It's so much cheaper to buy. So much cheaper. So to help, so to help offset all these higher prices, some renters are looking to split expenses between a larger group of people. Nearly a third of renters say they have combined households during the pandemic, or 11% plan to, in the future, bring somebody else in, which you're going to have to get that approved by your lease. Be that, that should be in your lease. And some renters have moved in with family or welcomed family into their home to help with higher costs too. Many renters are also looking for higher earnings to be able to afford the more comfortably higher rents and where they want to live. Slightly more than half of the survey respondents, 51.2%, said they plan to look for a new job this year, which shouldn't be too hard because everybody's hiring, or next year. And according to rent doc, that was according to a rent.com survey. They cited the cost of ha- of housing as a major decision for wanting to switch jobs. And this is a great time to switch jobs because people are offering all kinds of bonuses and all kinds of stuff. Without a doubt. More than half, more than half 54.7% of renters in homes with a household income of 49.9 or less said they plan to find a new job to help cover housing expenses. An additional 47% of workers in households that earn between 50 and 99 annually and 52.1% of renters in households earning between 100 and 150,000 a year said they plan to get a new job for housing cost. Many renters also reported exploring part-time jobs or gigs to work to help pay their bills. So rent is just keeps going up. Yeah, and you're not, and you're you're never owning it. You're not getting any equity. The thing that they have to keep in mind, Mark, because I actually just had this situation today. It depends. They have to be careful what type of job they get, because I had somebody that wants to refinance, and they recently went and got a a job, but he's now a consultant as a ten ninety nine, and you can't okay. use that income unless he's had it for the previous two years. So you can't go and become self-employed, and you can't go and get a 1099 job as a consultant unless you've been doing it for the past two years. That's if you want to buy. It doesn't matter if you want to buy or refinance. They wanted to refinance. He went and got a job in in the field that he was working in, but they hired him as a consultant as a 1099 employee. 
right. and you need to show that for two years. Right. So well, these are renters. These are renters, which they should wake up and buy because you're never going to get rates like this again. So tell us about the rates. Speaking of the rates, you still have your 30-year fixed at 2.875, teetering to 3%. Your 15-year fixed is 2.350. FHA is 2.875. Again, if you're at 3.5% and above, it is definitely not too late to refinance. Let's take advantage of it. Yeah, I told a class this morning, I had a brand new class start. And I told them that anybody, even though you have a, don't have a license, you can give this advice. I told, ask all your friends if they got a mortgage, what their rate is. And if they're over 3.5%, call Deanne Katsaris, and she'll take care of you. Yeah, please give me a call. My number is 609-605-7153. Save some extra cash. <laughs> so with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210. WPHT, all positive all the time. We'll be right back. On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. All right. Welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. So we're at the end. Mark, we are up to your funny story. I got one for you. And this one's not so much real estate related, but it's a good one. Because my wife was in the hospital, so I, I thought this was a good joke. So this sweet grandmother telephoned St. Joseph's Hospital, and she's timely asked the woman, is it possible to speak to someone who can tell me how a patient is doing? And the operator said, I'll be glad to help you with that, dear. She goes, what's the name and the room number of the patient? The grandmother in a week trembling voice says norma findley in room 302 the operator says let me put you on hold while i check with the nurse's station for that room after a few minutes the operator returns to the phone and said i have good news her nurse just told me that norma's doing really well her blood pressure's fine her blood work just came back normal and her sufficient her sufficient uh said dr cohen has scheduled the discharge her actually tomorrow and the grandmother said, thank you. That's wonderful. I was so worried. God bless you for that good news. And the operator said, you're more than welcome. What is Norma, your daughter? And the grandmother said, no, I'm Norma Finley. I'm in room 302 and no one tells me anything. <laughs> <laughs> and then my wife just went through oh, that, man. man. Like, uh, like, tell me what's going on. I don't know. Nobody knows. <laughs> I know. I remember that all too well. That's oh a good one. Oh, my God. That was a good one. If you have a funny story you'd like to hear, send it to 8029 at Comcast.net or give us a call at 267-266-5501. And now it is time for the Mortgage Mom segment with the Ann Katsaris from Green Tree Mortgage. And her topic is guess what's changing. <laughs> so you got my curiosity. So, Mark, there's just so much going on. Um that's taken place. I kind of want to do a twofold with this, but what is changing is what everyone has been complaining about. And no, it's not the student loan debt. And no, it's not the credit scores. And no, it's not processing. It is the conforming loan limits. So they are changing. The conforming loan limit is what Fannie and Freddie. So when you get a conventional loan, everyone thinks you have to put 20% down. The fact is you only need to put 3% down. You have loan limits that are throughout the country. 
And we used to be at 5,000, I'm sorry, 548,250, which was when you did a conventional loan. <laughs> I know why where this is going. I know. <laughs> and you're going to say, well, why is it 250? Yeah. The loan, the conforming loan limits are now increasing to $625,000. Right. Which is amazing. And with the rising home prices across the country, the FHA is expected to raise their loan limits this month as well. But we don't know exactly how much by yet. So the new limit was announced. Um, it's almost 14% over the current loan limit. That's a big jump. It's a huge jump. And keep in mind, too, if you have a duplex or you have a triplex, you're going to be close to $800,000, $900,000 that wow. you're going to be able to purchase. That's going to be... That's going to help so many people. Um, but again, it's 14% over the current loan limit. And then the past three years, they've increased the limit by almost 7% in 2019 and then 5.4% in 2020 and now 7.5% for 2021. So a raise to 625000 would almost be twice the increase of the past few years. And it's all due to the skyrocketing home prices um, that are pushing it there. So it is going to be interesting to see what FHA is going to do on their loan limits. I mean, at 150% of the typical areas, we could see loan limits in the mid 900,000s. Wow. So they've already announced that for specific areas in Hawaii and in Alaska. And their baseline loan limit is now 900 and 37,500. I'll bet you I could get a license in Hawaii and in Alaska pretty quick. Alaska is, I'm curious. That one's curious to me. I can see like uh, the other one, but Hawaii, because I know the cost of living in Hawaii is like, real high. But Alaska. There's a lot of people that have gone on vacation in Alaska and loved it and, and are buying homes there. I don't know. Do you buy a home? Do you buy an igloo? How does that actually work? I don't know. But it's a very unpopulated state. It's like there's Anchorage and a few places, and then there's the wilderness. But I'm That's surprised crazy. with Alaska. And this yeah. is also still by county and all that, right? Well, the conforming, which is your Freddie and Fanny, that's right. not conform. I mean, that's, that's countrywide. When uh, you go yeah. to your FHA, then it's going to be based on, um, on the counties, yeah. But you still need to look it up because there's going to be some high cost areas that are going to be involved. Um, and again, your duplex, your triplex, your quad. Could you imagine buying a $900,000 four unit property and putting three and a half percent down, living in, living in one and renting out the others? Yeah, you're, you'd be making money out of the gate. So if, you're, if you have two bedrooms in a quad and you're renting them out for $3,000... That's $9,000 a month. Right. Yeah, that, that's what we all should have did when we were 20. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but Mark, in this piece, there's one more thing that I wanted to bring up because I've been on the phone with a lot of clients this week that were in forbearance, now came out of forbearance and are looking to refinance. And one of the things that they have to keep in mind is depending on what area, if it's Bucks County, Montgomery County, Chester County, those areas were deemed disaster areas. So 
it's still not reporting a mortgage payment. So they were in forbearance and then it was flagged as a disaster area. So you have to be careful when you're looking to refinance or even selling the property. And I think I'm going to do a whole segment on this next week. Wait a minute, week. wait a minute. Back up here. So because somebody declared a disaster area, why would that FEMA Because de- FEMA declared it a, a disaster area. Based on what? The flood? That rain thing or that something? That hurricane that just came through. There were houses that were completely destroyed. I know, but I mean, it wasn't like thousands. It was enough for them to, to deem an area because even if you were purchasing a home, the appraiser had to go back out to that house and make sure that, that there was, was no damage. There. So, yeah. well, so I'm confused though. So a mortgage so payment wasn't being wasn't being noted on people's credit report because it was oh. flagged a disaster area. So, so what are you going to do? You're going to cut them a break because of that? They or? did cut them a break. So if they come to you now. So, for instance, I have yeah, a woman. Give me a for instance. So, my for instance is a woman had her um, her loan in forbearance was what? supposed to come out in June. She redid it, came out in in uh, August. She right. made three payments in August. Right now, her next payment is due in October, but they're not giving her credit for the October payment because it was flagged um, a disaster area. So we had to literally, I was on the phone for 40 minutes with the mortgage company. So how company. is this helping her? It's not helping her, it's hurting her. So because this she is, wants uh, to sell the property. This is the government here to help? Correct. She wants Jeez. to sell the property and when you sell the property, when you're in forbearance or even when you're gonna refinance, you need to show 12 months worth of payments and you have to make at least three payments before any of that can happen. I'm going to do a whole segment on it next you week. You got it. So it's just a preview, but it's a disaster. And most people don't even know what they have, whether they're in forbearance, whether they did a modification. It's a mess. People are like, well, they never gave me copies of the paperwork. They were too busy. It's a disaster. It's a disaster. But stay tuned for next week on the Mortgage Mom segment. I'm going to go over all that. Any questions in the meantime? Feel free to give me a call at 609-605-7153. And we're here from the government. We're here to help. Yeah, right? <laughs> All right. So with that, that was a good topic. That one uh, got my curiosity up now. Yeah. <laughs> so with that, you're listening to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210. All positive all the time. We'll be right back. Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive, all the time. So we're at the end. Mark, we are up to our question and answer segment. All right. So what's the first one? The first question is, my father is a builder. Can I use him for the home inspection? I've gotten this question before. Uh, They were electricians, whatever. As long as they thought they were involved in the trades, they thought they could be the home inspector. Now, you you need a certified bonded home inspection Licensed home inspector. Licensed, yeah. You, You know, your father can go along with you. You know, and throw his two sets in, but you want to use uh, a a real home inspection company, somebody that's insured and bonded and everything else, because 
you know, you don't want to have any kind of liability issues if something goes wrong here, you know, uh, liability-wise. Because sometimes this is where problems come in deals and lawsuits happen. And they come back to the home inspection and you said, deny said, and right. and then now you got your father involved. Uh, I had I had a settlement years and years ago where the father was a laborer in the construction industry and he went through the walkthrough and then they came to the table with a list of demands. I was like, wait a minute, you can't do that. Well, we want now, we want this, and now we want that, and now we want this. I said, this wasn't a home inspection. This was the final walkthrough. Right. So, no. The answer is no. And my only suggestion is use national firms. Don't use Joe's home inspection. Right. I, you know, I'm not picking on Joe, but, you know, the national firms are a little more standardized, insured, by big bonded. You know, Joe, he's like out there trying to get the next home inspection. He gets that big Wawa coffee. He's out to him. Imp- <laughs> he's 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 out to impress. That's so you know? true. <laughs> he's so he's out to impress that right. you may think about this for a second. That you may know somebody that's in the pending stage that needs a home inspector. What are the right. odds of that? <laughs> and then and so Joe goes crazy, and you love this house. And by the time Joe gets done, you you go home like. Uh, I'm not buying uh, this house. <laughs> yeah, so that's no, the only thing so I true. would suggest. Let's know next one. The next question is: My husband and I are looking to rent to own our house. What is the best option? What is the best way to go about it? I don't know how many times we answered this question in twelve it's... years. I mean, first of all, it's not rent to own; it's lease to own. In reality, rent to own is a real estate agent propaganda advertisement to make the phone ring. That's what that is. Now, unless it's between people that know one another and they want to work out a deal, you still want to have a lease purchase, which means that you're going to lease this house for a certain period of time, maybe next three years with the option to buy. And then you can also have stipulations that part of the rent goes towards part of the purchase or not. And what type of rent is it? Is it triple net where you pay the rent, the taxes, everything? Or is it just you pay rent? So you really need a professional in here to handle this. And I would hire a real estate agent. And you Everything's got to be legal. Yeah, and it's got to be legal and you pay a fee and they write up this lease for you. And then you work out it at compensation for the person that does it for you. I usually, you know, you work something out. I don't do, I don't do too many residentials, but on commercials, on something like that, a a lease to own, I work out a deal with them that maybe a f- few months of rent up front pays me, and and I take care of everything else for them. But in the end, it's a lease to own, not a rent to own. Rent to own is a sales tactic. So the best way to about is hire a professional. What's next? The next question is, how is the market now? Do you find it's picking up? Are prices dropping, raising, or leveling? The market is great. Better than Tony the Tiger great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, it is phenomenal market. More houses were sold in 2020 than in 2019, and it's only going to get better. Hopefully, 
the Congress and the Senate don't screw with it too much. But right now, it is booming. And it's probably the best time ever to buy due to the rates. And it's probably the definitely the best time ever to sell because you're going to get the highest do dollar amount for your property. And prices are not going to drop over the next year or so. I just see them keep raising and eventually leveling off. But I don't think that's going to happen until maybe 2023. I think all of 2022, I think we're still going to see price increases towards into the fourth quarter. That's my prediction as of today. That could change. But I think we are in great shape. The media just doesn't talk about it. I just talked to another class the other day. I said to them, now, you are all in class. First time I ever met you. How many of you did research before taking this signing up for this course to get your license research Not, yeah research. research how about going to google and say what's the latest real estate news none of them i yeah. said you did no research and you know they were just figuring oh get a real estate license make a lot of money that's like <laughs> alan iverson saying practice yeah practice what do you mean <laughs> practice <laughs> Well, anyway, right. the market's great. What's the next one? The next question is, how long does it take for an underwriter to approve or deny, and what comes next? I'm going to find out this one very shortly. <laughs> well, <laughs> you better get busy and get your stuff over. I know, I know. I got the email. Typical, I got every. I got everything in the files. Client. I just got the letter today from the top accountant in the world, but Mr. Don Devlin. I've been waiting. And been I, waiting. I, I want in while the rates are late. So don't worry. Low. Don't worry. You're going to be getting it. All right. I just so signed the letter. How long does it take for an underwriter to approve or deny? Um, it could be as quick as a day. So. You know, the, the process is obviously, you know, we, you, we've talked about this many times. The process is getting pre-approved for your home, um, going under contract, and then submitting it to the processor. The processor right. then orders title, orders your appraisal, puts, make sure that all the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed, updated pay stub, enough assets to close, credit is still good. And then it goes to the underwriter. So yeah. depending on how many files the underwriter has, it could take anywhere from one to three days um, to get that approval or a denial. Once, the, secret, the secret person behind the curtain. That's right. The underwriter. That's right. The, um, the key to that is making sure that the file is complete up front. So what happens afterwards is after you're approved, you get a commitment. A um, couple conditions might be on there, such as you need to get homeowner's insurance. They might need an updated pay stub. Um, you clear those conditions and then you go to settlement. If you get denied, well, then we got to fix why you got denied. But honestly, you shouldn't go into underwriting and get denied. You, you shouldn't be that far. So, you know, this is one of the reasons that people should use you because in Green Tree, your underwriters are right in your office. They are right in the office. But the other point of that, too, Mark, is we do such a good job up front. And we run it through what's called desktop underwriting. The only way you're going to get denied after that is if you went out and bought a new car right, uh, you or made a mistake. Missed, a, missed a payment, right? Something like that. Um, but other than that, you shouldn't be there. So, yeah. And that's, and that's really important. Like, you know, what companies you're working with because not all, you know, that's why these people that shop online for the, oh, they see the rate for 2%. And a teaser thing on the internet and then they call that person up and that person's not like you close 
be going to answer the phone in right. California, and you know, and then you set your settlement up at nine o'clock in the morning. They're probably still going to be in bed. That's why you want to work with somebody that you know, Local. Yep. and 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 it's going to take care of you and answer your questions. We, I must get at least once a week. I get a file from an agent where they tell me that their buyer decided to go with someone else and they couldn't help it. And now I got to fix the file. Yep. Yep. All right. Very good. All right. So coming up next is going to be our topic of the day. What would you do if you got $86,400 deposited into your banking account daily? Sounds good, don't it? It does. All right. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. We'll be right back. Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at mortgagemom.net. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHTO Positive all the time. So we're at the end. Mark, we're up to our topic of the day, which is what would you do if you got $86,400 deposited into your checking account daily? Man, that sounds good, doesn't it? Sounds great. Every day. Imagine there is a bank that credits your account each morning with $86,400. But it carries over no balance from day to day. So every evening, if you don't spend it all, the bank deletes whatever part of the balance you failed to use during the day. So if you don't spend it, it's gone. No carryover. What would you do? Draw out every cent? Of course. Each of us has a bank exactly like this. And its name is Time. T-I-M-E. So every morning, it credits you with 86,400 seconds. Every night, it writes off as a loss whatever of this you failed to invest to a good purpose. It carries no balance. It allows no overdraft. Each day, it opens a new account for you. Each night, it burns the remains of the day. If you fail to use the daily deposits, the loss is yours. There's no going back. So there is no drawing against tomorrow. You must live in the present on today's deposits. So you invest so as to get from it the utmost in health, happiness, and success. The clock is running. So make the most of the day. This is the, I talk about this kind of stuff all the all time the in time, a different yeah. way with the 80-20, which is really important to me. But realize the value of a year. Ask a student who failed a grade. To realize the value of a month, ask a mother who gave a birth to a premature baby the difference of a month. To realize the value of one week, ask like an editor of a weekly newspaper or somebody that has that weekly deadline. To realize the value of an hour, ask lovers who are waiting to meet. To realize the value of a minute, ask a person who missed a train. To realize the value of one second, Ask a person who just avoided an accident. To realize the value of a millisecond, ask a person who just won a silver medal in the Olympics. Treasure every moment that you have. 
And it's hard to do. You got to, this is a mindset. You know, you got, like I went some, through some tough months over the last this year. and But you know what? You got to remember, you know, this time goes by and you ain't getting it back. So you got to take advantage of it. Remember that time waits for no one, like the old Rolling Stone song. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is mystery. Today is a gift. That's why they call it the present. So just a little perspective on when money is involved. We want to get the most out of it. Why aren't we the same with time? I saw somebody on Facebook post something. What do you rather have? More money or more time? And I put time. And most people put money. You can always make gonna, the money. You can always make more money, but you can't get that time back. That's right. That's why, like, when I tell the young students that are trying to get their license, and I talk to them about the 20% of being in the 20% in your business and in your social life. I mean... What's the point of making 150 grand a year if you're working 70 hours a week? You know, I'd rather make 90 grand a year and have, you know, more, more time, time to myself. Yep. But if you work smart, you can make 150 or 200 grand a year and work 30 hours a week because you leverage. You learn how to give up the stuff that you don't need to be doing yourself and hire somebody else. You know, realistically like me and you we should really be have people cleaning our houses because that's i don't know my number's 225 an hour i don't know what your number is but i mean for me to do go down the basement and clean the basement it's 225 dollars an hour you know so i don't do that <laughs> but for me to go in pick up the guitar and jam for a while to me that's where 500 bucks an sure hour sure it is because that's quality time. So that 86400 we all got that every day. So take advantage of it. And some days it's fine. If you just want to lay around and that's what you want to do. Maybe watch a soccer game like I do <laughs> and for two hours and take a phone call here and there. That's fine. But, you know, don't get so freaked out about it. But remember... The one thing you can't get back is time. You always, always want... Everybody says they need more time. I need more time. For what? Hire somebody. Then you don't need more time. That's right. You're absolutely I right. Got, I could have got that done if I had more time. Well, you don't have no more time. You got to get it done. So either hire somebody or get it done. You got any comments on this one? Yeah, that's such an amazing segment. I mean, it's so true because... And, and even while you're going through all of that, your mindset, you know, it, it's, I mean, again, that mindset thing and having more time, people waste time complaining, right? I know. They waste time complaining. Imagine all the time that gets spent. Well, I can't do that because da, 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 da. you're, again, that goes to time. But you, you know, you said it, that time is, there's nothing more like the present. You got to live right. in that moment. Right. And every day you have this 86,400 seconds to use to the best of your ability or however you want to do it. But once it's gone, it's gone. And the same thing. You know how many, you know how many millionaires are in the grave? Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's exactly. It's the same thing. And, then, and I'll tell you what, my granddaughter was said a few things to me like, like, I told her I know some people that like have tons of money, millionaires, and they're not very happy people. No, they're not. And, and they work a lot of hours, and they're 
family they're, life is they, terrible. They seem miserable. Like, and she goes, how could you possibly be miserable if you had a million dollars? I said, Ev, money doesn't make people happy. It can make things better, but it's not going to make you happy. All right. That was a good segment. That was a real good segment. I enjoy talking about that segment. So, Mark, we are up to our segment with Asking Dr. A, and our topic is workplace phobia. Dr. Abelson, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. How are you guys doing? We are doing great. <laughs> so, Good. you start this out. We've This has been an interesting topic, uh, and I know I sent you an email about something that I had seen about this getting back, uh, back into the workplace. So, tell us, pick it up where you left off. Sure. I mean, it's interesting. I, we started this series where we were talking about how workers had this workplace phobia. But the reality of it is, I, I think that employers, from the, from the research that we're seeing now, I think that it should be the employers that have this workplace phobia because it seems like people are much more productive when they work at home than, than when they work uh, at, at the typical workplace. I mean, one of the things that makes total sense, there was a, uh, there's been a number of studies done on this now because it's been affecting us so much. But there was a study by Stanford, Stanford University, that looked at 16,000 people over a nine-month period of time. And one of the things that, that came out was there, there was fewer sick days that people are taking. Well, that just makes total sense if you're not feeling well and you don't want to go in and infect your colleagues. Or if you're not feeling well and you don't feel like driving to work, but you're still well enough to actually work, you can get work done at home. Right. And you don't have to you don't right. have to get dressed. You don't have to drive to work. You don't have, you know, if it's inclement weather, you don't have to worry about the effect of that on your cold. You know, you can work for an hour, an hour and a half and then and then not work, you know, all types of th stuff like that. And what a lot of these studies are finding that productivity, productivity is actually going up by by allowing people to working at home. Now, I suspect you know, a lot of this I, depends know, on the type of work they're doing, you know, because right. there's some work where you have to show up, you have to come to work. You got to, you know, it's hard to build a house if you're going to be staying at home. But uh, you know what surprised me? I was, when I was doing some research and I sent you that email, that prior to the virus and the whole thing, about 20% of the workforce was already working remotely. Well, a that, lot of I didn't think it was that big of a number. A lot of that is because people are working for themselves now. And instead of having an office and going and, and running an office, if they're a small entrepreneurial organization, then what happens is they, they work at home. Uh, they can actually take it as a tax deduction because it's a legitimate tax deduction uh, as far as a business. And, and it's, it's productive for them. And more and more people, as we get more and more professional and people have more and more professional degrees, you know, they, they go out and they do their own consulting. So there's more and more people just naturally working at home because that is their workplace. Right. And then the pandemic just pushed that even right. further. Right. Well, what's happening now is we're finding that people are more satisfied by working at home. Why? Because they don't have to put up with some people who they might not like at work. And, and some, a lot of people are not, and we do a lot of work with this, and that is we train people how to be better managers and how to be leaders. Okay? And most organizations don't hire people who are leaders. They hire people who are good technicians to be managers and leaders, and they don't know how to lead, and they don't know how to manage. Right. So what's happening is you have all these workers who realize that, so they'd rather work at home because they get the direction and structure that they need by working at home, right? And then they don't have to go in and have to deal with uh, a particular uh, staff person who sucks up their time or a poor manager. Right. Hiring a poor management is 
that has such effect on the culture of the company. That's like a really bad move. Absolutely, a really bad move. Absolutely. All right, We're so doctor, with this. All they we'll have to do to contact this. us, especially if you're interested in management or leadership training, which we do a heck of a lot of, is just Abelson, A-B-E-L-S-O-N, at A-B-E-L-S-O-N.net, or just go to A-B-E-L-S-O-N.net on the internet and contact us. We'd love to talk with you and possibly work with you. Very good, doctor. Awesome. Thank you, that doctor. That was good. All right. If you have any questions, you can email them to Mark at 8029 at Comcast.net. Or give them a call at 267-266-5501. You can also email me at Deanne Katsaris at Comcast.net. Or give me a call at 609-605-7153. And a special thanks to all of our listeners and our sponsors. And we're actually looking for two sponsors to join our crew. And it'll be worth your while because you'll get advertisement on 1210 during the week besides on our show. And we want to thank our faithful listeners for tuning in every week. And I think sometimes we will be at a different time due to football, but the station will let everybody know. So anyway, with that, have a great week. I'm Mark Cumberland. I'm Deanne Katsaris, your mortgage mom. You've been listening to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive, all love time. Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate, a Jacob Media production. If you're interested in learning more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Kraus at 267-261-3428. This program is a paid commercial announcement and does not reflect the views of WPHD or its management. Today's program has been pre-recorded.